When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, thank you for tuning in to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 95, How to Survive the Holidays. I don't want you just to survive. I also want you to thrive during the holiday season. So I'm going to tell you how some of my favorite tips in this episode. But first, you know how I normally share a personal story or anecdote before I start a podcast? Well, I'm going to share one for you now, but be forewarned. If you have kids, any children around, put headphones in, stop or pause the podcast, listen to me at a later time. Okay, everyone, everyone good? No one has kids in the room? Okay. Because I'm going to start off with a very embarrassing story about how I ruined the Santa tradition for one sweet, innocent young child last year. So we were at a like a big family Christmas party thing for my husband's work. And I just kind of helped volunteer a little bit for it. So I was just sort of, you know, my son, at the youngest at the time, he's 10. So he's kind of off running around with his friends. And I'm just wandering around. And I noticed that, like, Santa, the Santa that they had hired had a Mrs. Claus. And I was like, holy smokes, this is like a movie Santa. Like a Santa you would see in the movies. I think his, like, beard was real. Like, I think her hair was real. Like, picture movie Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Like that's who they had hired. So I was sort of like impressed and I was like, this is cool. So I thought all the children had been sort of ushered out of the room and were playing and on to the next activity. So I was sort of petering around talking to friends and I went up to my friend who was the organizer of the event and another sweet gal. And I was like, hey, do you guys have any business cards for the Santa? This is one of the best Santas I've ever seen. Great job on whoever hired the Santa. I mean, like, he looks like the movie Santa. I mean, he came with Mrs. Claus. They look phenomenal. Like, great job. Like, they're total professionals. And I catch a glimpse of my friend staring daggers into my eyes. As I look down... I noticed that her small child is standing there listening to my big, loud mouth. And he looks up at his mom and asks, Mom, is Santa real? Yeah. I wanted to die at that moment. I wanted to melt into the floor because my big mouth had ruined the Santa tradition for a sweet, precious, young, innocent child. And so... I don't even know what his mom said, but I was just like, why? Why? And so I'm sure he'll have a story of how Santa, the Santa tradition was ruined by his mom's friend who has a really big mouth. So 
didn't want to ruin that for another child. But I also am here to say that, you know, let's talk about these traditions for a minute because my kids are actually quite funny when it comes to holiday traditions. For some reason, they hang on to them like for dear life. Like they do not want to let go of any tradition. We, I can't like shed anything as the years go on. And so now I'm kind of at a point, like if you guys want to add something, then we have to get, get rid of something because I don't have unlimited time. And I'm not saying this because I've been a phenomenal mom or that they like the most wonderful mother in the world. I'm sure they're either lacking something from their childhood or they just like to irritate the life out of me. And so, and they like to see that I have to like put on a smile, right? And I have to just kind of go along with it. But um, I've had some interesting um, conversations of of late. Um, My daughter's going to hate me for telling the story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. But she loves Halloween to the point where she trick-or-treated. The last time she went trick-or-treating was when she was 19. She was in college. And she went trick-or-treating with her friends. And so, but I will say (laughs) she was a little irritated that not all her friends showed up. And I was like, well, maybe because they have lives and jobs and stuff and they outgrew trick-or-treating. But my husband and I did have to like kind of put our foot down and we're like, girl, last, this is the last year. We're cutting you off. And I did ask her because she does like come up with phenomenal costumes. Like she goes all out like actual makeup and hair and she really puts a lot of thought and effort into her Halloween costume. So kudos to her. But I was like, why do you insist on trick-or-treating? And her answer was free candy. And I'm like, all right, well, you do you. So anyway, I don't know what she did for her her 20th year, <laughs> first year, not trick-or-treating. So But anyway, speaking of the Santa tradition, um, along with that, and I've actually talked about this on previous podcast episodes, and people actually reached out to me on this and were like, we agree with you. So I know I'm not the only one out there, but it's the darn elf on the shelf tradition. I like I really need one more pressure on something to do every single day during the holiday season, like as if I don't do enough already. So the past few years, we've continued, allowed this tradition to continue in our family because we had a teenage daughter who's a super awesome human being and loves to keep the tradition alive for her little brother. And this year, she she's not in our home with us. She has, you know, moved, moved on, moved out. And so it's on us, the adults, my husband and I, and he hates it as much as I do. And so our uh, 11-year-old was like, Thanksgiving was last week, and so he's like, Hey, um, so Buddy the Elf normally comes a day after Thanksgiving, but I'm sure because we moved across the country that there was a mix-up with our address, and that's why he hasn't shown up already, right, Mom? And I'm like, yeah, right, right. But I kind of took it a step further, and at dinner the other night, I looked him square in the eyes, and I was like, still believe in Santa? And he looked me straight back in my eyes and said, really? Like, really, we're going here? Like, you're going to you're gonna do this? And because of my 
mortifying mistake from last year, I didn't have the heart to push it any further. So I said, yeah, Santa's Santa's going to be here soon. And I'm sure so is Buddy the Elf. So I say all of that to say, sometimes you have to just kind of have a little bit of fun with this. And kind of commiserate with other people because I don't know why, but we put so much pressure and stress and it's really self-induced if we're quite honest about it. Although not always from my children, if some of you out there have kiddos and stuff and you realize when your kids like live and die by family traditions or holiday traditions. So how do we not only survive, but how do we thrive during the season? Here are some of my tips. Number one, say no. I, this is like one of the best things that I have ever done. And, you know, no is, no is a sentence. No is a period. I talk about this when it comes to time management and decluttering and a lot of different other things when it comes to the whole um, world of organization. But there is power in just simply saying no, no, period. If you want to be polite and you're a people pleaser like me, Sometimes it's no, comma, thank you, period. So no can be a sentence. And on that note, say no to negativity and toxic people. The past few years, like we've gone through a lot of like big changes, family changes, and kind of a a lot with that is sort of this like natural decluttering of people in your life too. Um, And that's actually really can be a really great thing to just sort of say no to negativity. I have been on this crusade of just not having a lot of the negativity out there in the world brought into our house on a regular basis. So if that means turning off the TV, I've really worked really hard at trying to avoid uh, reading news stories, um, especially first thing in the morning. Part of my morning routine used to be to sort of get on my phone, check the news. Now, I, if you ch- click on any news app or any application that has anything news related, it is the most horrifying news now. I think that's kind of the thing that I'll go on just to see like is is the world ending? Like, is everyone still good out there? And I'll like click just to kind of read some headlines. And those headlines out there are so atrocious sometimes that it's it's really troubling. And so I, I force myself just get off of this junk, get off of this crap. There's not anything I need to read or know about in any way, shape or form. And I actually have had a talk about that with my kids and stuff too and talked about you know the whole clickbait headlines and you know not everything is our tragedy not everything we don't have to absorb every misery and horrible thing out there it can be just incredibly toxic and also kind of like clearing out some of those toxic people who just like to remind you of all the bad stuff out there it's okay to say no say no to all of it if it's hard for you to say no the rest of the year, say no to it during this time of year. Give yourself a little little breathing room and just say no in general. But again, like I said, don't be like me. Say no to some of the adopting some of the stuff because it is it can just be really overwhelming. I've been a mom for many, many years and I wish I had said no to a few traditions along the way. I'm not going to lie. So anyway, you can still have a great holiday season without them. 
So my tip number two is all about the five senses. So the five senses, listen, smell, look, taste, and feel. I think that is, this is a time of year where you can really just get into all of the different senses. I mean, listen, listening to Christmas music, um, it just being like decorating the tree and having a little Christmas music on in the background and just really kind of does something for your soul and, or whatever kind of music, just indulge yourself in that smell. I think I'm a big um, apple cinnamon person. I don't do pumpkin. I don't like, I just don't like pumpkin in general. I know something else controversial about myself, but I don't like pumpkin. I don't like how pumpkin smells. I don't like pumpkin candles. And no, I don't drink a pumpkin spice anything at all once they it comes out. I just, it's not my thing. I'm more of an apple cinnamon girl. So I love this time of year. I get excited when I start to see the apple cinnamon um, candles come out and apple cinnamon air fresheners. Like, I just want you to walk into my home and smell like Christmas. To me, that's what Christmas smells like. Sometimes pine. I like some of the pine smells, but mostly apple cinnamon, pine, you know, just like those nice woodsy smells um, just make me feel like Christmas. So surround yourself with whatever your smells are, even if it is pumpkin related. Look, I mean, looking at everything, the the beautiful sights, you know, this is really a wonderful time just to like stop and smell the, the roses. Um, the other night we, uh, we have a tradition of watching the Christmas movies. Like we have, again, like we have to like literally start pretty much the day after Thanksgiving to try to get in all of our Christmas movies in, in time for Christmas. And if you're married to anyone in law enforcement out there, you probably know that the tradition for many cops is to watch Die Hard on Christmas night, my husband's favorite. And no, it's not suitable for children, but the older the older folks in our family get a kick out of it and stuff. So that's what we end our tradition of watching of movie watching is Die Hard on Christmas night. So, but anyway, looking at the beautiful lights, um, just absolutely getting enamored by all of the wonderfulness that is this holiday season. All right, taste. Tasting everything. I mean, come on. You got to give yourself an opportunity. I mean, there's so many wonderful things. People are bringing you plates of cookies. Maybe you're experimenting with some new recipes and baking things yourself, but taste, just stop again. This is that moment to just kind of stop and enjoy the taste of some of your favorite treats and traditional foods and such. And then the last sense, feel. It's all about feeling. I mean, there is nothing better than having a warm, cozy blanket snuggled on the couch to those that you love. That feeling in itself is the best feeling in the world. Even if it's a little furry, like our pup, I mean, he's a snuggler, our little pity mix, um, pity boxer mix. He's, he's a snuggler. And so he definitely loves it. His favorite thing in the world is just to have us all sort of snuggled up on the couch together. So feeling all of that. So focus on all five of your senses and just enjoy it. I I think just really kind of um, getting into the spirit that way. 
All right, number three, tip number three, indulge. And by indulge, I don't mean like you have to go overboard with eating or drinking or spending money. I'm not saying, you know, go over your means. Like, I don't want you to harm yourself or your family in any way, shape or form or your health or your finances. That's not what I mean. But like small indulgences, treat yourself to them. You deserve them. So many times, especially uh, the rest of the year, especially if you're a mom, you are there serving pretty much everybody else in your life. So this is your moment to stop and indulge. Indulge by going to buy your favorite chocolate and hide it from the rest of the family and have a peace while you sit and snuggle on the couch with your loved ones. Indulge in just fun stuff that you love to do and that makes you feel really good. Um, Indulge in laughter and just having fun and kind of forgetting about the outside world, but just take a moment and indulge in whatever it is that just makes you feel just really special. All right, the next, let's see, uh, number four, be a kid, be a kid. My kids, one of the things I love about motherhood, my kids are freaking hilarious. I mean, they are to me at least, but they entertain me and are just simply so funny. And one of the things that they do always remind me of is that just sometimes it's okay to shut out the rest of the stuff. Like who cares about responsibilities or growing up or all the grown up stuff and just kind of live in the moment and be a kid. Laugh, um, sing your heart's desire out, belt out those Christmas songs, um, just sort of let go of so much of the stuff that we have as adults, let go of so many of the pressures and, and different things. This is the one time a year where you truly do have permission just to kind of let go of stuff and just focus on being finding that inner kid in yourself. The next one is gift yourself. Just like with the indulging and the um, five senses. But you know what? Buy yourself a little gift. My husband and I have a tradition like we our anniversary is in December. So we usually we're uh, the best gift that we can give each other is just a trip like we like to go sometimes just a quick little jaunt away. Sometimes it's a little bit bigger and more involved. And um I allow it. But on Christmas, we want something to open along with our kids. And so I will go and I'll just gift myself. We usually buy our own stuff, just little items that we kind of want to gift ourselves and, you know, and just enjoy it. I mean, sometimes you get to an age where you have to buy your own presents. Sometimes you do just have to gift yourself. And the final tip that I want to give to you is probably the most important. And it is part of the time buckets that I talk about. And it's your quiet time. This is the tip top number one bucket that I feel like everybody ignores the rest of the year. But quiet time is so incredibly important, really to I believe, like our mental well being. Because we constantly have a barrage of information thrown at us. We we have to be on constant alert. Even if you don't even own your own business and you're not like 
a brain surgeon or a or something like you're like on constant alert, right? Like you feel like you have to have your phone like as if you could be called out to an emergency at any moment. And so we just live in this like not just fast-paced life but just over like over-informed, over-stimulated is the word I'm trying to find, over-stimulated kind of life. And we don't give ourselves enough of a break from it. We just really, truly need to learn to sit. I really encourage you to incorporate a moment of quiet time at some point in your day every single day, whether it be first thing in the morning, sometime midday, or late at night where you don't have a distraction, you're able to walk away from your phone. It does not have to be a long time. Five minutes will actually do quite a bit just to kind of take a breather, take a walk, do some stretches, read something that inspires you, whatever it is, just to kind of quiet your brain. Like I've joked about in the past, just sit there, stare at a wall, whatever it is, to just sort of do some decompressing. Because like I said, we're pulled in a million different directions all year long. And I have a little bonus for the givers out there. Don't overgive. This is something that is a constant reminder in my life, um, especially lately, where I kind of feel like I, again, kind of comes from this people pleasing thing where I feel like I have to give and give and give and give. And then <laughs> Many times, unfortunately, doesn't always work out how I thought it was going to work out. And, you know, that's okay. But I think sometimes it's kind of hard because you kind of look back and be like, wow, I gave a lot. And uh, that's not exactly what I was expecting to happen in the long run. And so if, if you find yourself sort of being this type of person who's sort of the giver, you might just want to go back to... Rule number one, and just learn to say no. And I've had some really wonderful, valuable lessons of as of late that have taught me that the power of saying no and a no thank you, and that really frees up a lot of my time, um, helps me refocus my energies, and focus on what's most important, my priorities in my life. So for the givers out there, I'm going to say it one more time. It's okay to say no. Just no. All right. So I just wanted to jump on, do a quick little podcast episode. I hope everyone is having a phenomenal holiday season, no matter where you live. I hope you are finding um, a wonderful end to this year, 2022. I know for a lot of us, the previous two years were kind of like, we kind of came out a little like war-torn and beaten down. And so I hope 2022 actually was a more beautiful year. Take the opportunity, especially for quiet time, to give yourself a chance to kind of start to gear up for the upcoming year, for the new year. I'll do a podcast episode on... um kind of New Year's resolutions, which I don't necessarily 100% believe in, but you know, I like to give my take and spin on on different things. But quiet time can really be used just to sort of do some self-reflection and focus on some priorities and where you would like to be um, headed and what directions and what accomplishing what goals for the upcoming year. I think it's a great practice to get into. And then always, of course, take a look back 
at the end of your year and reflect back on all the wonderful and or craziness uh, things that have happened um, in the current year up to this point. So I really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Um, Thanks for continuing to listen. I always have these little shorts that I'm kind of popping in and out of. Um, So keep listening and you'll see sometimes they're not necessarily episodes, full episodes, but they're things that I'm doing that I'm always trying to do to make the podcast more interactive, to better serve you, my listeners, because I'm super grateful for every listen that you guys give to me. So until next time, hang in there and have a fabulous holiday season.